Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for joining in today on the video podcast series where we talk about digital marketing tactics and strategies to help grow your business. Today is going to be a little bit different than some of the other episodes that I've done before. Today, I'm truly inspired by a phenomenon that I see uh, is, is an epidemic in today's society, and that is uh, the evidence of the, uh, the wounded creatives. Um, I come across so many people in my path day after day who were creative from day one when they were, you know, a little boy or a little girl and they enjoyed, you know, doing whatever it was that was their creative outlet. But somewhere along the way, someone told them that it was a stupid idea and that it was not worth their time. I can remember uh, my own story, you know, thinking back to wanting to be um, a commercial artist is, is, is what I, I remember when I was growing up. And, and I didn't even really know what it was, but I knew that it was about creating things uh, and helping people tell their story about, you know, what it was about their brand. I mean, I remember that from, from the very earliest age. And I, and I knew that, um, you know, I was always really good at drawing, you know, I love to draw and paint and, you know, I would, I would spend hours, I would have my friends over. And I was like, let's sit down at the table and draw, um, you know, and, and we would draw, you know, Star Wars episodes and, you know, we would draw, um, you know, GI Joe figures and wars. And so, you know, while other friends, uh, and I, of course I played with my, those toys, you know, but I also enjoyed, you know, telling the story and, 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 you know, scribbling it out. I remember, um, I used to love to draw semi trucks, 18 wheelers. I don't know what it was about those, you know, Peterbilt and Kentworth. Like, man, I would draw those and spend hours doing that. Um, somewhere along the way, someone told me that I was not going to be able to make very much money doing that. And I'm pretty sure it was a family member that did it. And I think that I run into that often. I, I run into people who who at some point in their life were creatives, whether they were creative storytellers, whether they were creative with their you know hands in, in painting or or crafting or making things. And somewhere along the way, they were wounded and they stopped. And so today I want to talk about publishing ruthlessly the magical elixir of the wounded creative. Because I really do think, and, and for those of you who have followed the, my videos and, and the podcast series, I mean, you know, you can ask anyone in my office or, or someone who, who knows me, like in the last year, things have just really transformed and, and things are beginning, the momentum has just really blown up. And so, I continue, uh, I, I continue to find energy and inspiration by, you know, people saying, oh, man, I listened to the, to the podcast or I watched your video the other day and, you know, it made me think about I want to start journaling or it made me think about, you know, I want to start this video or, you know. And so while, yes, this, this episode and, and these little vignettes uh, are about digital marketing, that happens to be the vehicle 
by which I am able to exercise my creativity every day and explore these ideas that 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 I find exciting, that really are the the ultimate, um, you know, uh, getting to a place where I no longer have to work. I actually just get to do what I love every day. And then I get to share it with people and hopefully inspire them to do it the same day. Because I think there's this huge disconnect. I think that there is a fundamental disconnect, um, you know, between this idea of having some, you know, large, you know, salary compensation with, you know, uh, you know, all, all the things that, that come with that. Um, if it's just for the sake of that, right? If there's not this intrinsic value of of being, you know, who you are and and being able to express yourself in such a way that you know is creative and and fulfilling, you know, just how your DNA is is made up. So, you know, I think that that is another reason why we see more and more people gravitating away from you know, corporate America and these, this corporate structure where, you know, those people are, are seeing a, a revival in what's called the gig economy. We mean, you know, we've talked about the, that on the, on the show before about how in 2020, 46% of the labor force will be powered by the gig economy. And it's because people are tired of being told what to do and how to do it in that corporate environment you know, and settling for living paycheck to paycheck um, when they can make better use of themselves and, and be a, uh, being truer to their core values um, and really be able to, to, you know, experience a life that is, is full and, and is meaningful and purposeful. You know, I came across an article um, today, or, or no, it was a friend of mine, uh, mentioned to me about uh, Ed Sheeran and, and the fact that Ed Sheeran said it was an uh, an interview um, from uh, Mirror uh, and in the UK and he was talking about uh, his his album that he did and and looking back how popular it was and and the interviewer was you know asking like how did you come up with the songs and he said you know the interesting thing is is I didn't write the album in one sitting he said my normal practice is I write four to five songs a day, four to five songs a day. So, I mean, do the math, right? Four or five songs a day times 365 means that he's producing and writing and creating like 1,500 songs in a year. And surely out of 1,500 songs in a year, there's going to be 12 that are like amazing, right? When you have all of that creative that's going to come out, it's going to, it's going to really be something special because he continues to work and to craft and to publish ruthlessly. Now, many of those those titles don't go out there, and and you know, um, but they're they're being recorded and they're and, and he's capturing those. Um, and I think that when it comes to this process of exercising your creativity and and how do you find that magical elixir that can help heal the wounded creative. You know, I really do think that we live in a day and age where the internet is your friend. It is your canvas and it's time to start publishing ruthlessly. So I don't care if you're a photographer or a writer or, you know, videographer or builder, 
you know, if you are a creative and you enjoy making things, today is the day to decide to not listen to the voices that said you can't, but start listening to that internal voice that says go for it. Um, because the fact of the matter is we're all just one piece of creative away from, you know, literally connecting with, uh, you know, this just magnificent um, connection with the West, with the rest of the world. Um, and I do think too, uh, you know, I want to give, give credit where credit is due. Um, publishing ruthlessly is, is definitely not my, my own coin. Uh, you know, I came across, across that in um, the E-Myth book, uh, which is a, a popular book and, and um, it's been written for several different uh, industries, but um, you know, that's, that's kind of where I saw that, that, that coin and it really connected with me today. And the two things that, that I thought about was, you know, in, in the section of the book, he talks about, you know, willing, willing to fail 50% of the time. And I think that as, as creatives and as professionals, we are so afraid to fail. We're so afraid to, you know, put something out there that, is not going to be accepted or, you know, people are going to hmm, look a little sideways. Right. I mean, obviously we're professionals and so we're going to put out professional work, but, you know, at the same time, I think that there is, there is a, a much wider opportunity to produce and to publish relentlessly. I think, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk said it true. Like, you know, if you're not producing between 50 and a hundred pieces of content a day on the internet, uh, for your brand, you're you're missing the 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 depth and the width and the expansiveness of the internet because man, once it's on the web, it is there forever. Um, and so I think that um, you know for for organizations and individuals who are responsible for creativity within their you know sort of segment, you know this is a time to to really look for and practice. Um, you know, publishing ruthlessly, because I think what we've learned and, and, and I've had clients tell us the same thing. You know, we, we, we deploy these digital creative uh, campaigns at scale where we're producing, you know, literally hundreds uh, and up to a thousand pieces of creative over a year as we go through and, and we're, you know, executing these digital campaigns. And what ends up happening is that, you know, in the beginning, it's 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 slow going because, no one's used to this kind of, of, of tempo. No one's used to this kind of volume. But what ends up happening is, you know, as we are committed to, you know, being able to tell the story authentically and with passion uh, and communicate the core values of the brand, you know, not only do new consumers, new customers or new members uh, come and, and find this brand and connect with it because of the connection on the emotional level, like we talked about in yesterday's episode, but, but they also connect with, with potential, you know, staff and team members and people who want to, you know, be a part of something that has the same core values that, you know, that they do. And, and I think that that is something that is becoming more and more uh, relevant. I mean, I, I read an article on, on LinkedIn today about, um, this, uh, this idea that there are, um, 
middle turns or, or many, basically it's like middle-aged people are going into internships, right? Because they're, they're in their thirties, you know, it's, it's uh, the kind of the top end of the millennial generation. And, you know, they're really not happy with the, the career path that they're in. And so, you know, they're leaving those jobs. They're going to intern uh, to learn a new skill, to learn a new career path because they're not happy. They're not being true to themselves. I mean, it's really, it's like, I don't know, it's like 30,000 people are reading this, this uh, episode or this, this article on LinkedIn. And I just think it goes back to the idea that there are the walking wounded creatives out there who, you know, have decided I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer because their parents told them this is what they should be because they can make a good living. Um, but they're not really being true to themselves. And so it's very difficult to even think about publishing ruthlessly, you know, if, if you're, you know, really, you know, being a charlatan when it comes to who you were meant to be and, and, you know, really being able to feel comfortable in your own skin and not worry about the people who say you can't or, or that, that's, that seems foolish. So, and I, and so I think, you know, at the end of the day, what, what this episode really kind of boils down to is, is I just want to encourage for those of you who've listened to the show uh, over the last few months, today is a special episode. Just, I, I want to encourage you guys to, you know, you've listened, you've listened and, and you, you, you said one day I'm going to do this. Well, I hope today is that day. I hope today is the day that you decide, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stop, um, you know, relying on the status quo that's gotten our business this far. And I'm going to start putting my creative uh, efforts forward. And I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to let go. I'm going to stop being the hoarder of all the knowledge of how, how the business got where it is. I'm going to stop hoarding that. And I'm going to start empowering. I'm going to start creating this you know, knowledge transfer uh, for my staff and my team who are around me so that they can then be empowered to be their best, right? So I want to I want to just kind of leave you guys with that thought and, and hope that uh, all of us, you know, will have the courage like Ed Sharon, uh, Sharon to, you know, get out and, and practice your creativity every day and publish it ruthlessly um, because any one of us is one piece of creative away. Any one of us has the ability, whether we're marketers or owners, business owners, executive uh, directors, vice presidents, or department managers, you know, whatever your title is, don't underestimate the power of the social web and, and the power of, of publishing ruthlessly the things that you are passionate about and, and then follow that wherever it may lead. Guys, thanks for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. I hope you guys have a great day and tune in tomorrow.